Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. God, why do I keep getting the battles? Like right. I'm actually trying to pursue something good. The glory is only made manifest once we've got an understanding of where, what darkness we came yeah. from. Also, it's through the fight that the champions are born. If you don't fight, you can't take the can't take can't the belt. Win. But it's not about living the masterpiece. It's about creating the, the masterpiece. masterpiece. Either break through the ceiling or let it be a lid. At some point, you've got to do the things you don't want to do. You have to. to have the life that you actually want. And this is the thing. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now, we are all about... About promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's conversation sisters gather we are talking about being one of god's strongest soldiers we have come to the end of q1 and 2023 has come with the good, the mm-hmm. bad, and mm. the ugly. Oh, messy. For real. <laughs> and for some of us, we may be thinking, wow, not only did q1 roll around real quick, right. It has also been tumultuous. And so how do we continue to press on with patience, endurance, so that we actually keep going strong? Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. But first we have some housekeeping. So today is what's going on? What's going, what are the housekeeping? (laughs) Thank God, because my throat housekeeping i think the first main one is Mm. hi guys we still have our book which is out it has been an incredible month of all things tms but i think one of our proudest pursuits is the fact that we've actually written and published a real book in bookshelves guys on bookshelves on our bookshelves we have like a good 12 like literally on our desk here that we look at every (laughs) single day but sisters first of all thank you so much for your outpouring of love your support just being behind and rallying behind the sisters it really does make so much of a difference to us and thank you for those who have purchased who have Mm. read who have shared their thoughts on the book please keep them coming this is about to be the seminal book on female friendships and we love that the community is continuing to grow and thrive as a result so please sisters continue supporting continue purchasing continue recommending and please keep those reviews coming thick and fast we want to know what were your favorite parts what surprised you about us what you found interesting Mm -hmm. things that you just thought were a little bit funny i know there's a couple stories in there that we told that (laughs) (laughs) were a little bit juicy um so we'd love to hear all of your thoughts and more on the book Mm -hmm. thank you for your support and let's keep going we love to see it also sisters if you do want to get in a last minute application for the international trips like we said a couple weeks ago last week we are accepting them on a rolling basis and so make sure that you get your application in the link will be in our description along with links to the books in different territories from the us the uk to south africa but if you did not know the sisters are outside this year international trips galore from from Bali to New Orleans to Ghana to South Africa. So honestly, if you want to travel with us and also meet some of the sisters and do up girls trips, let's go. Then you need to sign 
up places are going fast to be very they honest. really are out like yeah it's the end of q1 which means that q2 is all about preparing for summer yes. as we enter into springtime so if you want to be shaking ass on a yacht or or rather and because and we are multifaceted babes around here dynamic dynamic there we go multifaceted multi-hyphenate all the multis <laughs> all right we do all of that over here right we where do. we'll be able to be doing all the work around transparency healing and cultivating mm. friendships alongside shaking ass and having some good time Come on, you know what i'm saying so sign up yes make sure that you do we also have some really really fun content coming your way so make sure that you are subscribed to us Aww. and plug into the podcast because this month we are having some very special guests come and grace us on the pod and we would love for you to hear those very heartwarming and touching conversations starting from next week Ooh. okay but without further ado let's get into the ding 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 dilemma hello sisters Hi. let me begin by expressing my heartfelt appreciation for your work in this community Aww, you thanks. both provide so much inspiration and make my mondays much brighter thank you for being my online big sisters heart now to put a damper on this message with my dilemma oh no i'll be 21 soon and your girl is struggling Uh struggling i recently ended a one-year relationship Mm. and i'll be graduating college in a few months being newly single officially becoming an adult and soon being out of school is sending me for a spin i'm in an awkward transitional space where i don't know who i am or Mm. what i'm doing while i can't explain the extent of the confusion that is my life just know that I am essentially on my own in New York City while the rest of my immediate family resides in the Caribbean everything seems uncertain and unstable and I don't feel secure enough in myself to do this life thing especially since I don't have any references for success or guidance while I often think about my future optimistically and try my best to keep faith in God I often find myself overwhelmed by the plethora of possible choices in front Mm. of me how do I step into the unknown of adult life with confidence and go about securing who I am as an individual Mm. thanks in advance a lost sister oh honey first of all thank yeah. you so much for sending in your dilemma sending you so much love congratulations for graduating college graduating that is huge we love the educated sisters over here those that are getting their education getting their degrees mm. and whatnot okay you definitely a degree harder now come on um so absolutely <laughs> love that for you and so so sorry about your breakup yeah. don't know the conditions under which you broke up but you know breakups are always hard on the heart and they're always hard on the soul um so wishing you lots of love in the recovery process in terms of being lost i resonate with this strongly because i think i was basically a similar age of you when i moved to the states for Mm. a year and i had like no family um in the states as well and no like frame of Mm. reference or friends and whatnot and the period the initial period for me after graduating and then moving to the states was really tough like it's very very lonely Mm. sometimes especially when you know, the people that you love most are not around you physically. Um, Of course, I'm sure, you know, your family may be a phone call away or a FaceTime away, but it's not the same as having them present and not the same as having that familiarity of your environment, right? There's a confidence that comes with familiarity. Mm. Um, And in this particular case, you may not have that privilege just yet. I think what's really beautiful about the opportunity that you've been presented with though, is you literally have a blank canvas. Mm. And I think what's also beautiful about you being plugged into this podcast is hopefully this can be a frame 
frame of reference, but also the other, you know, bits of content you engage with or the other um, forces in your environment can also start to help you with making those pertinent decisions in your life. One thing that I would say first is you are young and prone to make mistakes and Mm. that's okay. I think sometimes, especially as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decision, Mm. the right choice, do Mm. what's right. And whilst there is an importance to having some kind of governing principle to your decisions, don't allow that to give you some sense of fear when it comes to making decisions because you're afraid that it may not be the right decision or you're afraid that you're going to fail. This is the prime time for you to fail. And I think I would definitely reference um, our last podcast episode where we talked about the 25 things that we had learned um, as a result of being 25 and moving over to 26 Mm. years old, where we spoke about some of these different things, right? The fear of failure that is causing us often a sense of paralysis when it comes Mm. to making decisions and doing things for ourselves. Mm. So I definitely encourage you to do a bit of soul searching and seek out experiences that allow you to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, that allow you to understand what are your limitations, what are your boundaries, um, and what are the kind of things that you want to achieve and really spend some time defining what does success look like for me? Now, this doesn't have to be super imposing and super daunting as well. Like sometimes when we think about like vision casting and thinking about our future, we try and do a 10 year plan or a Mm. 20 year plan or a 30 year plan. Yes, you can have a couple of things that you may want to have on your bucket list, but I'd actually encourage you to think more in the short term, maybe in the year plan or in the second year or the by your fifth year, what are the kind of things that you want to see achieved for yourself? Yeah. And then from there, when you start building up those receipts in that particular environment, those will be helpful in setting those longer term goals that you may have for yourself for success. So think about the next 12 months of your life. What are the kind of cool things that you can get involved with now that you are in a completely different environment? You've just graduated, you're an adult. What are some of the things on your bucket list that you may have wanted to have done before, but didn't have the capacity to do because mm. you were in a familiar environment or you felt that, you know, culture or society may have dictated a lot of what you wanted for yourself. Mm. This is such a silly example. But for me, one of the things that I really wanted to do for myself was I wanted to be able to buy things like ice cream when I wanted to, Mm. because back in the day, ice cream was a heavily regulated commodity in my household, (laughs) right? It was like, I had a lot of siblings. So it's like, Mm. either the ice cream went real quick mm-hmm. or we weren't allowed to have ice cream because it was super sweet and of course you know it's not necessarily something you want to have all the time that's a really silly example but i think it's a great example in um exemplifying experimentation right what are your limits what are the things that you stand for what are the things that you've wanted to do for a minute that you haven't been able to do but would like to do um and then in terms of really building that level of familiarity definitely i would encourage you to explore your environment mm. right get to know your surroundings. I don't know if you're a big walker. That was something that I did when I was in the States. I used to walk around everywhere just so that I could um, plug together the dots when it came to my sense of direction, the places that I frequented, the places that I really enjoyed going, the places I needed to avoid, those kind of things and start going to places more regularly as well. Um, I think this is also a really great tip for those who haven't moved away or have you know, had such a drastic step. But in terms of building a sense of community and environment, getting to know the people in your surroundings, it may be your neighbors, it may be your um, local off license, it may be your local post office, really building that sense of community comes through creating authentic but curated experiences of authenticity and familiarity. So I definitely recommend try to step outside a little bit, try to really look forward to and explore these opportunities to engage with people around you um, and really use it as an opportunity to thrive, go to the places in you know the, the Big Apple or mm-hmm. wherever it is that you are, um, 
that may have inspired you as well. Think big when you're doing that. And then in terms of plugging into communities and actually making friends, I know that it's a little bit more difficult now that you've graduated and you don't have the safety or the comfort of being able to just go to somebody who's, you know, at in your class or something to make friends with this is now your opportunity to go to the brunches or mm. go to the parties or go to the libraries or the places of interest mm. and really just start building up those friendships it may even be worth if you have you know some friends who um may be within proximity of you so it may be they're at a different you know a nearby state um a nearby road whatever this may be an opportunity for you to really connect with them and start to build that authentic relationship um it may be an opportunity for you to also build the relationships that you have with people people back home as well um so it may take the form of a regular FaceTime or call. I remember when I was in the States, I was calling Courtney like, end of the week, I'm like, yo, <laughs> girl, I need to talk to you. So don't think that just because you've moved to a different place or you're about to embark on yeah. this adulthood experience that you can't take the people that um, really were with you as you were growing up um, on that experience. Um, and then the last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up is take every day as it comes. Mm. I think it can be super overwhelming when we see this as like, oh my God, this is the start of the rest of my life. Mm. And I know that that's something that is positive um, to lots of graduates and just a lot of people when we get to the, those ages of like 18, mm. 19, 20, 21, all of a sudden it's like someone's flung you out into adulthood and now you have to make adult decisions that yeah. will you know, reverberate over your entire lifespan. No, that's not the case. It's still okay to take every day as it comes and really try and spend time living in the present, mm. really spend time um, cultivating that sense of mindfulness and really, this sounds so moist, but really enjoying the small things that make you happy as well. For sure. Like a cup of coffee on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon in like Brooklyn or something. You know them little things that mm. people, it's so moist, but those little things that people really care about. Um, so yeah, holistically those are the points that i would say mm. take every day as it comes try and plan for um the short term and medium fu term future just so that you can build up those receipts mm. try to continue to cultivate that community that you have with friends as well as family members back home mm. and then find those strategic moments of human interaction to start yeah. building a community around you in those spaces that's really good that's what i would say that's really good i think also considering your age like at 21, I was very much in a similar place of it feels like there are so many options. I don't know what I should do. I don't know where I'm going. Um, and to a degree, even at almost 26, I feel that same confusion and yep. the anxiety and angst that comes with that. Um, but I would say that it's a wonderful thing to actually have possibilities in your life, but definitely reframe this idea of there seem to be so many options, mm. right? I think the best way we can do this is not to look at, okay, I'm making this choice now in terms of my career or who I maybe want to be in a relationship with or who I am right now is who I'm going to be for the next 60 years of my life. That's not really how it works. Like, from week to week, month to month, year to year, there is always an opportunity to pivot. And I think the best thing to do at 21, when it feels like you are being overwhelmed by how many options are ahead of you and how many possibilities um, could be like different, you know, timelines in the multiverse, actually whittle down, what do you not want to do? Like mm. actually start filtering it out because as much as we tell ourselves, there are so many options, actually what's realistic to us may not actually be that many things, not because they're not possible, Possible, but because we actually wouldn't want to do them. So for example, for myself, I knew that at 21, I didn't actually want to work in the corporate world, even though it was a possibility, I personally didn't want it. And I think that what you mentioned, like that exploration of yourself, the things you like, the things you're good at, um, is one of the 
best things you could do for yourself at such a young age because it allows you to kind of not necessarily narrow in but at least start finding yourself in the sort of spaces or around the sort of spaces and things which you'd actually want to be around um, and exploring those options you know what do you actually find interesting what matters to you what causes what um you know fields actually matter to you are you you know you said that you're you're graduating what did you do your studies in Mm. did you actually enjoy it what are the roads that kind of people go down when they finished that kind of career and then kind of seeing it as okay this could be an is this actually a realistic option for me or not and based on what I want I also think being fresh out of a relationship at such a young age which was so long it may feel as though you've lost something which was a really huge part of your life and like Renee mentioned definitely go through the process of healing over that but also remember that you are yes you are who you are now but you're still kind of finding yourself and I know that for a lot of people that can feel like oh no I know who I am I know what I want but really at 21 you don't like you you haven't seen enough of the world or enough of you know yourself in different circumstances Mm. to really know who you are and what you need and so I do think using this time and this season of being in a new country being um fresh out of a relationship being a fresh graduate to explore who you are what you like what you where you want to see yourself in the future and really brainstorming and vision casting as well as going for these opportunities is important and the last thing is I know you said that you don't really feel secure yet and this is one of the main things that is helping you struggle that is making you struggle most people do not feel super secure at 21 most Mm -hmm. people don't feel don't get over insecurities until well into their adulthood and I think often it's because you're still building up these receipts you're still trying to see you know can I I feel like I haven't got things figured out I feel like I haven't got the most work experience or I feel like I'm very alone which are all very valid feelings based on your current life experience however you are still building these receipts the fact that you've even finished college is a receipt it's something to let you know I've done something and you really need to celebrate that the Mm. fact that you're living in a country away from your immediate family that is something that should give you security to know you've actually been able to navigate so well independently and so you're building up these receipts and really have confidence in the fact that you are a person who deals well with being thrown curveballs you're somebody who has been able to solve problems you're somebody who's been able to overcome a lot of the challenges that would have taken some people under and so even though you are young you've got some receipts in your back pocket now it may not be enough or you may not feel like it's enough to be like oh I can go for any opportunity that I want but you know what sis you actually can right Right. you're 21 and there's this clip that we had on Instagram it's from the 25 things we learn episode where we were talking about being audacious this is the best time for you to go and do the crazy wacky things the things that you absolutely dream of and I think get in touch with your dreams I know a lot of people like have this um I mean, it's it's an illusion, but the whole mm. American dream thing, you know, going to America and you're going to make it in the yeah. big bag city of New York, you know, and it's like, I'm going to the big apple to make my dreams come true. As much as it may feel like that is an illusion to some degree, why not be delusional? Right. You know, why not have that perspective of, you know what, I'm in New York. Maybe I can actually make my dreams come true and maybe I can make things happen. Is that the reality of an economic crisis? Absolutely. <laughs> but... For you, sis, 
you can make some you can make some stuff shake hello now you can make hello. some stuff pop off it, it takes building a network building a community of people around you having conversations with people who may have actually been in a similar place to you at some point um and just being like hey how did you make this thing work you know messaging people on linkedin and being like i really need to have a conversation because i don't really have a community here but i would like to know about how you you know navigated through your life to end up where you are Mm -hmm. Um, and it may feel like you're trying to do something really ambitious but thankfully you're in a sisterhood full of ambitious women who are trying to do big bad things Um, and I hope that like Renee said this can be an example to you of people who have not always had certainty of the future but have still decided to step into it and at 21 you've got a big and bright future ahead of you you just have to step into it and so don't let the insecurities of now of being young and feeling like things aren't as stable get to you because girl I'm telling you at 21 no one's life was stable honestly no one I mean there were people who grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth who were still unstable as heck probably even more unstable than us and I think it's important to remind yourself of the fact that you shouldn't most people do not have it all together at 21 right you're going to be spending the rest of your 20s heck maybe even your 30s figuring this thing out figuring out who you are and thankfully even at the end of your 30s you still have your the, the rest of your life a whole half of your life to enjoy the fruits of your labor um so yeah start exploring yourself and start figuring it out but you don't have to have it all figured out at this point. Well, well, what a lovely dilemma. I'm sure honestly, many of us can relate. Some of us are still relating. So That's the problem. <laughs> so let's talk about it. That was a great segue. <laughs> so I was waiting for you were at the to door. get right there because, like I mentioned, yeah. I'm 26. Mm. Well, 20. I'm 25. She about to be 26 though. We're entering, but I got a whole month. By the time they're listening to this, it's going to be April. That means a whole month. I got a whole month. You said a whole month. We're already at the end of Q1. I know, it's it's disgusting. A whole month. But I have a whole month to figure myself out. (laughs) Because one thing that I am very frustrated about, really and truly, let me just say, this episode is for me. That growth Um, cycle in that that four weeks. (laughs) It's about to be rapid. Gonna see you doing a whole (laughs) cartwheel. It's about to be rapid. Breakfast at 5 a.m. Waking up meditation. Let me tell you what I'm going through right now. (laughs) So I feel like uh, we've talked about quarter life crisis and stuff, whatever. But I think for me, personally going through this journey of being self-employed and chasing my dreams and trying to be the gen you much can relate like mm-hmm. being the generational curse breaker mm-hmm. being the one who's trying to you know overcome the trauma and oh. set a new path and you're going after these really ambitious things whether it's financial targets career targets or healing targets and kind of spiritual targets and all of that and then you kind of have this dichotomy or duality of the fact that it feels like time is running out. Mm-hmm. We're already at the end of mm-hmm. Q1. Yeah. But then also it feels like my goals are not being manifest at the same pace as time is going. Yeah. And that is annoying. No matter how much time it feels like or effort you're putting into these right. dreams and chasing it, it feels like you're you're kind of taking two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And I guess the beauty in that is you're still making progress, but it gets so frustrating, frustrating. to, you know, feel the chart going up and down, up and down, even if the overall picture is an upward trajectory. And so how does one, <laughs> how does <laughs> one <laughs> overcome that feeling mm. of, God, why do I keep getting the battles? Like right. I'm actually trying to pursue something good. I'm actually trying to glow and grow. Why is the path 
full of so much resistance, right? And I think the reason why I wanted to have this conversation about it is because mm. I think that those two things, time is moving quickly, but my goals aren't happening mm. quickly. They manifest, They're not yeah. being man- manifest as quickly leads to so much anxiety and impatience and uncertainty yeah. regarding our future and whether the glowing and growing journey is actually worth pursuing. Yeah. So I feel like now that we've come to the end of Q1, we need to talk to some sisters who need to keep going for Q2. Because we're about this close <laughs> to giving it up. Have you seen that meme that's like um, the comparison picture where it's like um, my salary before tax and then my salary <laughs> after tax. And I think it's like Jamie Foxx and his, hair, <laughs> his hairline is like... With three strands of hair. <laughs> I feel like pre-Q1, everyone had their full hair, their That's bouncing the edges, all that kind of, end of Q1, we're hanging by a thread. Bruh, you enter well, you know that babe the... on like TikTok and stuff that's like gathering her hair together, but she's bold. <laughs> but she's bold. <laughs> she is my favorite person on TikTok. She's just trying to pack her hair to a ponytail since they got no like hair. That's all of us But literally, you enter journey. into this year, all glitz and glam, and oh my gosh, it's going to be my year, or it's going to be another year of just trying. And then you end up at Q1, like it's only been three months. I'm already shattered by bra is ripped do you know how many of my bras have the wire have come out and it pops out right here it's another thing that adds to the stress and that's the thing it's like when you're macro stressed the micro stress is made manifest in those small things where it's like all someone has to do is how are you doing i will beat you (laughs) (laughs) i will be over the edge one more time try try look me in my eyeballs one more time i'm just waiting for (laughs) i'm just waiting no you know what i really love this episode Mm. i love the question and i love that we're having this discussion at this time i think it ties in really well to one of our like most recent newsletters where we actually got a lot of responses from Mm. people that were like i need i needed this right now and the message was this is also a plug for the tms newsletter timely messages straight to your inbox baby sign up um where the newsletter's theme was very much about how do we pivot into the changing seasons of our lives and how do we react and respond when those seasons do not correspond with our vision for ourselves and it's hard it really really is hard and as much as we can do the whole you know go two steps forwards and then one step back but we're still making progress it's disheartening because i don't want to take the step back i don't want to okay i want to just continue going forward i want to progress linearly in a linear fashion to my goals i want to save this much i want to buy this i want to do all of these things but life keeps on getting in the way and it's frustrating because it it constantly feels like it's an uphill battle yeah but that's actually what life is it Mm. is an uphill battle and that's the unfortunate reality that many of us have to sit with but it doesn't actually have to be unfortunate. I think that one of my favorite sayings, so, so funny, um, the new levels, new devils. Mm. Understand that the height of your ambition often corresponds to the level of resistance that you will um, face in order to obtain oh, those kind of things. Is it. Whether you like it or not. Because the truth of the matter is many of the things that we desire, mm. many of the things that are important to us and many of the things that we love require some level of sacrifice and hard work yeah and it also requires humility in knowing that what we want we won't always get it in the way that we want when we want it yeah will we still be faithful to our vision knowing that is really the question and i think that it very much is about being kind to yourself Mm. in amidst the process of going towards your dreams Mm. because sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to perform without realizing that there are so many other factors that can contribute as to whether you actually achieve your goals or not. 
And I think sometimes we blame ourselves for this, this resistance 100%. too, right? It's, ah, uh, things didn't work out, you know, for some unforeseen um, setback occurs. And oftentimes we are so likely to blame ourselves, even though it is an environmental concern yeah. or something that's happening in society yeah. or something that's out of our control. I think that whilst we simultaneously rest in our own capacity to control situations as our like fallback or our breakaway or whatever, I think there's peace in knowing that there's only... And, and resting in the fact that there's only so much that you can control mm. and you can control the factors that you can control. The rest is actually down to faith. And that's Facts. okay. I can only do so much. So set the vision, Facts. set the, I'm going to go and get this. I'm going to um, achieve these particular goals, but understand that you can only control so many factors. Yeah. And I think that's what's important in the process of moving on, progression, this glowing and growing journey is letting go of that which you can't control and actually allowing the process to also transform you too. Yeah. I think it's definitely a fact of life where as we get older, our time perception changes. Yeah. So because you get into the routine of doing certain things all the time, the way that we actually process our memory changes. So it feels like the mundane is passing by a lot more quickly. Mm. And it feels as though, oh, okay, I'm not really seeing the progress that I want because many of us see progress as this one um, isolated transformative mm. incident when really the progress is made in the um, compounding of the mundane. Yeah. Resting with the fact that it's okay for life to be mundane in order to achieve your goals yeah. is so mandatory. Facts. Again, when we think about social media or the fact that when we check in with our friends and they have so many highlights to share with us, we often tell stories as a highlights rule and not actually as a film role. Mm. Think about films, right? Or think about, um, you know, Courtney is here. I call her Courtney Spielberg. <laughs> but think about all of the footage that you take for like yeah. a YouTube video or for like a vlog. Not everything makes it into the vlog. 100%. But everything is necessary because you wouldn't be able to create the highlights rule without the film footage. Come on, so I think for many it. of us, it's understanding that in order to get the highlights rule, in order to get the vision that we want, in order to achieve the ambitions, we must allow ourselves to go through the process of mm. creating the footage. Yeah. It's from the raw footage that we can create the masterpiece. And I think so many of us are caught up in wanting to live the masterpiece but it's not about living the masterpiece it's about creating the, the masterpiece. masterpiece so i think it's unfortunate and i think um it's tiring to constantly be in a place of i want to achieve exhausting. and it's exhausting and i think being transparent about that is really yeah. really important for us as well because it allows you to rest yeah. because I'm not going to lie to you. It is really anxiety inducing yes. to constantly want to perform and perform well and perform at your best. You need the rest and you also need your moments of mediocrity in mm. order to shine. Think about it. When we think about like um, light and dark or when we think about duality, I'm yeah. so happy you brought up the notion of duality, right? In order for light to really shine brightly, you do need the darkness, darkness as a comparison, right? And it, is the same in so many different fields and so many different areas of our life where sometimes the glory is only made manifest once we've got an understanding of what, what darkness we came yeah, from. Yeah, so understanding the utility of darkness, understanding mm. the utility of that film role, understanding the utility of stacking up the mundane is really, really important for mm. progressing because we then take the pressure off of ourselves to yeah. constantly be maintaining at the top. Yeah. Even when I think about like, I always relate it to gym because I'm a gym rat. Yeah. But... <laughs> you can't always perform at your best. Mm. And if you try to perform at your best consistently, you'll actually end up regressing yeah. because you'll cause injuries. You'll actually like, you know, just hurt yourself yeah. and it, it just won't be good. Yeah. Um, 
you have to actually factor in the times of I'm not going to go as intense because my next session, I'm going to get it. Mm. Or I'm not going to do this particular workout now because actually I'm not feeling well. Mm. So really being keenly aware of the moments in your life, even across Q1, Q2, whatever, being keenly aware and allowing yourself those moments to actually concede and actually give yourself that time to just not be or mm. perform is really really important and i think for go-getting women it can be really difficult right Boy. to cultivate these moments where we can actually be calm patient where we can just go through the mundane it's almost as if we're always constantly looking for a spark in our days 100%. a spark in our life the 100%. aha moment that we hit the target we 100%. did this but we can't constantly live at a place where we are trying to hit targets sometimes yeah. we just have to exist there is beauty in existence. And as much as I know the girlies are out here smashing mm. their goals and yeah, I want to be on the top and yeah, I want to be, um, you know, feeling safe and, and fine in all of my goals and knowing that I achieved it. But even when you achieve the goal, it's kind of like a what next? What next? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to constantly be chasing that what next feeling. Yeah. So I think our energies would actually be so better served if we gave ourselves some time to rest in the mundane That's and so compound good. the mundane yeah. as an effective strategy for success. Yeah. It doesn't have to be exceptional. You yeah. don't have to be exceptional all the time. Your failures are not indicative of your long-term trend. It's okay for you to flop a couple of of days in the month where it's mm. okay for you to just lie flat because honestly speaking even this whole narrative of being god's strongest soldiers sometimes you're leveled like sometimes mm. a titanic ship comes at you and you have to lie down for two weeks mm. sometimes it happens and i know there's probably sisters that are listening to this and they're thinking damn q1 was hard mm. or like there were times in q1 where it's like i got leveled and i didn't know if i could get back up and I think it's important to allow yourself to have those moments too, yeah. because there's such a temptation to just get back up, keep going, get back up, keep going. But what we don't realize is we're literally creating a ticking time bomb mm. where eventually all of that pressure is going to be let loose. And then when you do create the masterpiece, it will come at the expense of you being in pieces. Yeah. So I think it's really important for us to, even as we are going towards our goals, even as we are evaluating how Q1 went, even as we are dealing with the anxiety that comes with dealing with the reality of sometimes failing in mm. the process, actually sitting with that mm. and owning the fact that, damn, I'm not strong sometimes, you know? Mm, there's that. I'm actually not strong sometimes and that's okay. Yeah, you're, you're spot right on the money. I do also think though, there are those times where it's like, whilst I do feel weak, I do actually have to be strong because to, to not be strong would, cause me to really be set back mm. so for example if you are trying to overcome some kind of trauma or some kind of um maybe you're trying to character develop and you need to kind of overcome yeah certain habits yeah it's like okay as much as i am tempted to go back and mm. regress it's almost like if you are walking uphill if you do allow yourself yeah. to cave in you're rolling all the yeah, way back yeah, down yeah, yeah. and it's like that's time loss that's and I think it then breeds a sense of disappointment because sometimes, and this isn't everybody's situation, but I do think there are times where when you do want to give up, you really do have to count the cost of how much you would lose if you did. Yep. And that's not the same. Giving up is not the same as rest. Resting and taking a pause is sitting down on the place, finding a rock yep. on, you know, where at whatever stage you are at on the mountain and just being like, I need to take a sit down. But there are some people who was like, this burden is so heavy that actually forget about it mm. and then they let the boulder that they've been pushing up this hill 
just let them roll all the way back down. And it's like, sometimes you do need to remind yourself that whilst it does feel like you've taken one, two steps forward Mm -hmm. and one step back, when you really look at how far you've come, you've taken about a thousand steps. And to give up now, Baby, Baby, that's oh, you got great. That's teeth. really tough. And one thing that has really been encouraging me, I guess, in this season of my life, where it's like things are going super well, we're taking the steps forward. And sometimes we are getting a few blocks and a, a, a few blows back. Mm. Is there are other people around you to help you keep yeah, that yeah, boulder yeah, yeah. up? There are other people around you who remind you, do not give up, even though your arms feel tired. I'm in this place in the Bible in Exodus where, um. There's actually a battle. It's great. We're talking about God's strongest soldiers. They're actually in a battle. And Moses, I'm, I'm sure this um, story may also be in the Torah, but like Moses is kind of holding up this staff. And every time he lets his staff like get lowered, they start to lose. And every time he lifts it up, they start to win. But then his arms get tired. And what they do is they bring him a, a rock nearby for him to sit on. And then two of his, um, one of his brothers and another one of the people who he's kind of on this um, journey with hold up his hand so that his arms don't get tired from this staff and it's like a reminder to me that the battle's still gonna go on right right? and you can choose to fully give up because you're tired but then you're gonna lose it but there's nothing wrong in sitting down on a rock and telling other people you need to hold up my hands because regardless this battle needs to be won this strategy needs to be executed but it also doesn't negate the fact that I am still tired Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of us need to tell ourselves I'm actually tired and so instead of just giving up I actually need to ask for help Mm -hmm. and I think in on this journey one of the things that happen is we start off the year full of a lot of self-motivation, full of a lot of like, I can keep myself motivated. But I think the key for phase two or Q2 is you got to get some accountability around you and not just accountability, but actual community who will help you to execute the the habits that you've already started to put in place to bring you closer to the actualization of your goals. But I do think one of the things with self-help the self-help genre, genre is oftentimes when it feels like you are losing, it's framed in a sense of, well, you're doing something wrong or you've done something wrong. And I love that you mentioned like the faith aspect at the beginning, not necessarily just in religious faith, but in the sense that you actually cannot control everything. Mm. And because of that, not everything that has happened to you is actually your fault. And it also is something that you cannot solve, whether it is an economic crisis or it is somebody else's actions around you as well. Everyone is trying to go on these journeys simultaneously. And sometimes that means when other people are falling, you're doing really well and vice versa. And it comes to a stage where you feel like other people are causing me to regress or other situations around me are, why is everything not working in tandem with one another? And one of the things you kind of have to let go is whilst it would be ideal, most of life doesn't happen harmoniously. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes there's going to be contention. And I think allowing ourselves the the thing about being a strong soldier is you kind of need to learn how to contend and not just to fight but actually be like you know what how do I wrestle with something which is also fighting against me and actually adapt my entire body to win right and I think one thing that I've learned is oftentimes the things that we are going towards in terms of our goals and the things that we want to achieve what we are signing up for is a battle and it then kind of catches off us off guard where it's like why is something fighting me because you're in battle baby (laughs) and sometimes why is it people that are fighting? yeah why is it that people are fighting me and it's like listen 
like you were talking about in terms of creating the masterpiece and actually going through the process of creating the life that you want, baby, it's through the fight that the the warriors are born, right? right? It's through, right. but also it's through the fight that the champions are born. Mm-hmm. If you don't fight, you can't take the can't take you the can't belt. Win. You can't take the crown. That's not how it works. You got to fight, and it may be very upsetting for some of us to be battling other fights which some people seem to have already overcome or like they didn't have to fight in the first place but baby when it comes to war they say all is fair and love and war that's not true love and war is not fair love and war is not fair even love and war man that's a whole nother episode about the fact that we normalize war with love like Mm -hmm. love doesn't no no love come on it it really doesn't but when it comes to war in general warfare yeah yeah, yeah. war is actually not fair like ask people not to trivialize it but people who have been in war-torn countries who have literally been minding their business but because of people the higher-ups or governmental officials saying things recklessly doing things recklessly or even look at economics crises right it's usually the fault of very few people that now mm-hmm. everybody is suffering mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh, people are literally just civilians minding their business and then suddenly they're in a war-torn environment not for any fault of their own yeah. and it's the same with us sort of fighting these generational curses or trying to break barriers in our families or, or going to going um trying to live lives that we haven't seen demonstrated to us because of a few people's decisions, maybe before we even got here, because of political structures, because of the things that may have been outside of our control, Mm -hmm. we are now fighting wars, which we didn't ask for. But the war still has to be fought. (laughs) It's going to continue whether you like it or not. And the thing is, the difference between it taking you out is whether you're going to fight, right? At least if you keep fighting, at least if you keep battling, there is a chance that you will actually win. And so the sister, to the sister who is getting tired, like her arms are getting tired, her legs are getting tired. Mm. She's done, like really exhausted. Baby, we're here to remind you, you got a lot on the line to lose. And it may feel like, but why am I the only one carrying it because you're the one like it, it's just it, <laughs> <don't you do? laughs> because you're the I'm one but you. also i think this is why we also need to create um communities around us which really do celebrate us and which really do remind us that we've won battles before this is the thing because sometimes you're just like oh my gosh I'm, this is gonna take me this out. is gonna take forever and sometimes you actually do need the affirmation and that's why i love the point you're bringing on um bringing up rather around tag teaming yeah when you are tired tag team when you feel like you're about to give up and you can no longer stand in your own strength sometimes it's a sis <laughs> I am about two seconds from absolutely losing my mind. There's been so many times even between us where we've had moments and it's like a, yo, Courtney, I'm about to lose my whole and entire mind. Mm. If I don't talk to you right Mm. now, drop everything that you're doing right now. Because if you don't speak to me now, I'm going to let go of this rock and it's going to roll down the hill and that's that. So definitely the self-awareness and really tag teaming with other people and actually partnering with other people so that you can execute in Q2 is such a beautiful point. And the strongest soldier metaphor, as much as we hate it, is such a wonderful metaphor Mm. because it really does put into perspective the utility and the importance of seeing things half, um, seeing the glass half full rather than half empty. And when I think about strength and how strength is created, Mm. strength is created by like ripping micro tears in the tissue. It's resistance. by resistance, yeah. You can't be strong without having felt some kind of resistance. 
And it's often the strongest that end up being the champions. And if you do want to win, if you do want to be a champ, it does mean that you are going to come across resistance. It's actually Mm -hmm. a fact of life. Mm -hmm. In order to get stronger, you must beat resistance. It's not even just about facing it. It's actually about overcoming the resistance. And then after that, I think that's another pointer, right? That the resistance that we face at one level will be multiplied at the next level. So preparing yourself, not just for this battle, but also for another battle that's coming. When I think about warfare, it's a series of multiple battles that you have to fight. And I think many of us are winded because we take everything that we have, every option that we have into war with us and Mm. into the first battle, Mm. not knowing that actually some battles only require a little bit of yeah. work, a little bit of fight. Yeah. And then the next battle, and then the next battle, and then that final battle, that one might take you community. That one might take all, <laughs> all your resources. Child, that <laughs> one's going to take prayer. <laughs> <laughs> that one and there. Even then, even then, I think it's also like... <laughs> <laughs> that's why when they say when you pray you're warring warring, warring in the spirit <laughs> you're warring you're fighting because one thing about that final boss or that enemy that you're fighting they're gonna fortify and they will come back and they will try and beat your ass this then. is it and it's anticipating that we have multiple battles to overcome in this life yeah i think sometimes we think that the battles that we face are singular but it's really making peace with the fact that yes you will arrive at a particular point yes you will achieve your goals but understand that on the other side of that there will still be some kind of resistance yeah but you can still stand in the face of resistance yes. just making sure that you are fortified and strong enough yes. to be able to fight that fight this is so it. even the battles that you're facing now i'm sorry to say for some of you this is the least (laughs) they will be there are some battles (laughs) that we are facing now that when we were like 18 17 you know them like little stuff you'll be like writing in your journal oh i can't believe she said this to me i'm so upset can you imagine there was a time in our lives where the bane of our existence was gcse's Pythagoras theorem. Even A levels. That one will lose. Do you get what I mean? And now here people are actually asking you for big, big money. And you're trying to big build big, big companies and you're thinking about future, kids, house. Like these are bigger battles. Right. But at the same time, if the younger us weren't faced to train ourselves up with those smaller battles and we didn't face those with the same seriousness. Maybe these would these things that we are considering considering would overcome us, um, but I think there's also something so special to say. You the the size of your battle isn't necessarily in direct correlation to whether you are a weak person or yeah, you're a strong exactly. person. Exactly. Actually, the size of your battle correlates with the size of your vision right. not you right right a lot of times we think that oh but i'm not strong enough to handle this but the thing that you are going for is big how are you going to build up the strength to sustain the future you're imagining imagining for yourself if you don't experience the proportional amount of resistance mm. you can't carry a massive show a, a massive vision or a massive future on shoulders that have not been trained on, to carry science. such a thing. Science Do you get what I mean? STEM sisters, stand it's, up. It's honest go. to God. Tell Let's me if go. I'm lying. Let's go. You know, it's like if you're, if you've trained yourself with 10 kg <laughs> dumbbells and you keep training yourself with 10 kg dumbbells, you can't imagine right, doing right. the 100 kg deadlift. You're going to kill yourself. Oh, you actually Do you get 100%. And so the, the thing is, as much as we hate the idea of battle, no one likes the idea of resistance, challenge, having to be patient, having to be disciplined, having to not see the fruit of your labor as well. All of it is really discouraging. Mm. However, for the women who are aiming for something, 
you've got to realize there is going to be resistance to that to train you right and you can call it delusion you can call it whatever but one thing that i have seen countless amount of times is it's often the people who haven't gone through the resistance who don't know how to sustain the future mm-hmm. they don't know how to sustain the blessing they don't know how to sustain the vision the people who have gotten things just handed to them have often squandered it mm-hmm. not necessarily because of it is they've often squandered it because they were ignorant and they didn't know how to sustain this because they hadn't been through reps they hadn't right. been through training they hadn't been through um being close and having to still endure or having to still acquire the knowledge, acquire the um, character to be able to sustain the place that they were moving towards. Oftentimes people just arrive somewhere. And if you were to arrive in your future right now, like it's a very cliche thing people say, but if you were to be given everything you wanted right now in the present state that you are, as much as we would love to think the best of ourselves and say, yeah, I'd be able to sustain it. Most of you would be sustaining it in hope rather than practical knowledge of how to sustain it not in hope no let's be honest like how many of us have entered for example you've been working really hard gcse's a levels whatever you did in education to get your to your degree and now you're at your degree how many of us got to uni and thought this is not what i thought you this would is be like this is different this is not what i thought it would be like well do like you when you mean? apply for a job and you're like oh yeah i can totally do this job and then you get to the role and they're like, yeah, we need you to do X, Y, Z. And you you're like, I, mean? I don't even speak this and language. And you get to the point where you're like, this dream <laughs> job bilingual. that I've been praying for. <laughs> I'm not even bilingual. I don't even speak I don't French. have to say hello and hi. You know, there are uh, for those the people that lie. Words, you know, there's people that lie on their resume. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm a native speaker. The rest speaker. of these words, absolutely not. But I think to myself, how many people have jobs uni you get there and it's like this thing that i prayed for i don't even want it anymore because it doesn't even match (laughs) not only does it not match my expectation i am actually seriously underqualified (laughs) do you know how funny that is because it's so true i am actually seriously underqualified for this um and the thing about that is you come to that realization and now you have two options okay you're underqualified you give up but you'll always stay at that level. You'll always stay at that level of performance. Then. Honestly, yes. Or do you take it on so that, that you can good. learn and become better? It may feel like you have to do it in a rapid time. Like this whole, I've got four weeks and I'm 26 and I'm trying to get my whole life together. I'm trying to do 26 years worth of, <laughs> <laughs> of development in four, whole weeks. Audit in four weeks. That's, <laughs> uh, bruv, that's not even glad that girl, you going. You are going there, appearing just there. Just there. Just. But I think to myself, okay, you're faced with this challenge, either rise up to it yeah. or stay here forever. Yeah. That's it. Put either break through the ceiling or let it be a lid and let that, that be it. And, that's it. and it's okay to say, this is all that I want to be. That's completely mm. fine. Do you get what I mean? But know that that's the choice that you're making. Right. It's the informed choice really, because there is no shame. And I think even when we have the discussion about being God's strongest soldier, there are some people that are spearheading through, championing yeah. through battles that they don't want to go through. Yeah. And that's okay. Like that is also a legitimate choice that yeah. you have and can make in that this is my limitation. This is my boundary. This and no this more. is a battle that I don't want to participate in. That's the it. beauty of life. Unless it's bills, you, you have to participate. <laughs> but even that, you can actually choose not to, but no, you got to go back to your family house. Right, and right. if you ain't got a family house, you got to find a hostel. And if you can't find a hostel, <laughs> no. baby. No. Baby. No. no. 
at some point you got to do the things you don't want to do you have to. to have the life that you actually want and this is the thing you know how many of us are waking up on a monday morning like i can't do this anymore and you know what i hear the babes that are like i want to live the life of my dreams at the lowest resistance at the possible lowest the resistance, bare but minimum. even the lowest resistance and it's the bare still minimum is still resistance do you get what i mean huh. and also to somebody so or even to an old version of you it still feels like i'm doing way too yeah, it's much entirely too much man can we just go back to back in the olden days where we used to just wake up and like you know drink coconuts on the beach and do nothing but even then we yeah no, i was even thinking about it there was still crops that needed to be managed and kids that needed to be grown and whatnot. this is the thing uh, it, it's it's gonna be and so this isn't us being you know lacking empathy or compassion just Honestly. trust me this we are going through it it's not to say you know, that's just it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and continue going. Yeah. There are real issues in life. And oftentimes a lot of us are facing battles we shouldn't actually be facing. Honestly. We're going through things which we shouldn't actually be going through. But unfortunately, somebody else will have to fight the fight if we don't fight the fight and win it. Absolutely. Right? And also, if we don't fight the fight, we ain't going to wear the crown. It's that simple. It's actually yeah. that simple. Yo, if we're doing the whole generational curse breaking type situation, just know that there are certain battles that if you don't overcome, your kids will uh, inherit. They will continue to fight Or somebody else it. will have to fight 100%. that good fight. And I just think of be encouraged because I think sometimes we start with this whole narrative of we are generational curse breakers. Right. We are starting afresh and all that kind of stuff. Know that many of you are actually standing on the shoulders of giants. giants. There are some battles, whatever you know your relationship is like with your family or you know friends or people that within your community know that there are people within your you know line of sight within mm. your community within your history that have had to fight the good fight of faith there are some battles that could there are some battles that you are facing now the scale has reduced yeah. because somebody took on a bigger yes. battle in the past yeah so i think so taking good. heart in the fact that you're not doing this alone and you're not starting afresh for yeah. for many of us right when i think of folks that are from like minority communities or when i think of us as women just yeah. in general there are strides that have been made historically and in society that have allowed us to be in this position 100%. to even fight this fight there are some fights that are actually very honorable to have right mm. there are certain fights that are reserved for special soldiers yeah. forget the strong soldiers there's the special forces right, right? And the reason why many of us have been designated into the special forces camp is because we were we weren't even qualified. Mm -hmm. It was those behind us yeah. that qualified for us. Yeah. So I think there's taking heart and solace in knowing that there were people that came before you yeah. to fight the good fight of faith so that your fight could be reduced yeah. and, and your load could be reduced. And this is why you need to continue to remind yourself of history, not just yours, but the history before you, right? There are so many people, whether it be in your direct family or around you or within, you know, the wider history right. of your country or the world or whatever you associate with who have made great strides forward does it mean that you are in the most ideal place no but you're not where they were yep. i'm just saying there are some stories i hear my mom say i think it's better you than me because i could not i could not i just want to let you know I that could not. right and standing on the shoulders of giants really is like an amazing thing to remember in this time because it can often feel like being so high up is daunting mm. but you have a very strong foundation under you, you and if you feel as though you haven't get connected with people or keep reviewing history to remind yourself of it i think one of the biggest things that's encouraged me about the whole, oh, why am I always the one who's facing the battle? Why am I always, it's like, but baby, all the battles that you went through, you actually won. 
And if you didn't, you wouldn't be. You here. wouldn't be here. So you are the you receipt. You actually won, and that's the thing. You are the receipt. You are the testament of the fact that you are a good soldier. Forget just being a strong soldier. You're a good one. Do you get what I mean? You're actually one who fights and you win. You're a little better than Bruce, but <laughs> honestly, you you're feel yes. Do you feel rough? Yes. Do you have yeah. the scars? But you're actually still alive, <laughs> and you're actually at a place where. Courtney five years ago, 10 years ago could never have imagined that I'd be here now, right? And so that's a reminder to me that baby girl, I know you got another battle coming ahead of you, but you overcame (laughs) the last one and the one before that and the one before that. No, the reason that I was laughing so much is we were just having a conversation about Prison Prison Break, break. which we've been re-watching recently. And just the whole finding yourself in a trashy situation again and again from season one, Michael being locked up in that <laughs> Fox River all the way to season five. And that man is still in jail. Still in prison. But what was beautiful about that story is that initial breakout of Fox River really set the tone and set his capabilities for mm. him landing up in, you know, a Panamanian jail to a... <laughs> And also, I mean, his confidence in himself and other people's confidence in him. Even people that used to be his adversary right. were now trusting him to do what he did before. If that doesn't preach to you, I don't know do what you will. you know how funny that was? <laughs> when somebody that was actively invested in bringing you down has now, I'm trusting in you to get but us out of this situation. But isn't that how, I mean, not to get all, you know, profound, but genuinely, when we are doing things for generations to come, oftentimes it is the people who were our resistors who now benefit the The most. villains, yeah. From us breaking through the way that we did. And it may be very, very annoying to see them experience the benefit and the fruits of what they caused for us to go through. But... At least we get to break through too. There we go. And oftentimes these, them being a part of your resistance can be a part of like misunderstanding and also they come Mm. from a different time. So when I think of someone like Bellic, who's fast become one of our favorite characters, (laughs) he was like one of the first prison guards for those that haven't watched um, Prison Prison Break. Break. Um, who was literally the central antagonist to Michael Schofield. Every single plan Michael had, Bellick's nose was there. All the way to season four, where they were actively working together Mm -hmm. for some high-level government conspiracy and all that kind of stuff. It really was a matter of differences in perspective. Bellick didn't have all of the information and he actually didn't understand Michael at all. all. He saw Michael as a convict and that was that. But it was actually through understanding and getting to know Michael a bit more in a number of perilous instances <laughs> and that's that's what it is right we're gonna find ourselves in a number yeah, of perilous instances that allow us to demonstrate our character our expertise and our intellect and it was actually through some of those close calls run-ins with death <laughs> run-ins with like real pain that they were able to really overcome some of their differences now i'm not saying that every resistance that you get from family or people that you know is going to end up in that way and i'm definitely not saying that you have to reach the point of death or the brink of your absolute (laughs) limit before there's that transformation but there will be times where you are challenged or tested or you won't actually get the support that you want from your family or friends but knowing that there may be a point in the future where they'll come to understand is important Mm. and should give you some comfort knowing that they have like this is something that is um this is something that many people have gone through. So, Facts. yeah, Bellic and Michael. Mm. But anyways, um, sisters, we have chatted and romanced your ear for we quite a bit. We truly have. We truly have. Thank you for listening to us. We hope that it encouraged you. Definitely let us know how you 
are fighting the battles coming your way the strong soldiers yeah down in the comments or over on instagram by following us at to my sisterhood you can also tweet us if you use twitter hashtag to my sisters but make sure that you follow us individually as well to follow our individual glowing and growing journeys and to see us overcome our battles oh. yeah 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 <laughs> the lovely lady in the mustard on well it's not mustard on the camera it's more of a like it's like a a brown a tan yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so the yeah, lovely yeah. lady in the tan <laughs> on my right I love the way we had the same <laughs> is at renee kapuku she's about to go to japan so definitely follow her to be sure to see the adventure if we have any sisters in japan oh yeah come and shout her as long as you're not strange there we go. Uh, wow okay. uh, and you can follow me <laughs> at cd what lady in the cream we really did coordination today we actually did the beige it's good oh my gosh our pillows literally anyways guys we need to wrap up (laughs) no but the pillows match our outfits look at that oh it's very nice crazy it's actually very nice but yes sisters we also would love for you to sign up to our mailing list as we mentioned earlier we'll send you weekly glowing and growing tips and the girls have been saying they have been loving them and they've been very timely so if you would like that encouragement straight to your inbox sign up at to my com all you need to do is put in your email you already know how things like that work but sisters we love you we appreciate you and honestly as we go into q2 go forth and prosper really shine and if you do need any support just comment down below and you will find encouragement in those comments our, our comments are always great yeah they are we They're sometimes get great. a few like, like but it's the sisters two. that come and clean yeah, it up <laughs> it's the sisters that come and clean they it up but we love you for it <laughs> <laughs> sorry another prison brace stop that now give us that laptop but <laughs> do it in your not on my not here. but yeah sisters let's actually leave you because we could kick you forever <laughs> have an amazing week and keep glowing and growing we're renee and courtney your online sisters and we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood that's why we've written two my sisters a guide to building lifelong friendship from working out how to achieve your dreams to setting boundaries and managing expectations this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community packed with practical advice and personal stories from our decade-long friendship we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find make and keep lifelong friendship to my sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.